Blog Talk Radio. resolutions. Think about resolutions. 
we I don't even know if I'm if, if they're even realistic. Um, and why we decided to do it at the end of the calendar year, you know, why not do them in in July? You know, the halfway point. Make some resolution. At any point in your life, you can sit down and resolve to change something. You can be resolute in your mind to do some things different. Why we do it this particular week, and I guess it's because what we've all been doing, if you're an advocate, you've sat down at some point and you've gotten to advisor and you've been building this business. All of it came out of a mindset that said enough is enough. Good ain't good enough anymore. You looked at this business opportunity and you saw a chance for you and your family to get above above the rest, above what where you're at right now. It was a resolution maybe years and years ago. Maybe you made a resolution a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, that things were gonna that you were gonna be at this particular level in your life. You're gonna have this kind of income, this many kids, this size of house. These this is the way it was gonna go, and it hadn't happened that way. And when you sat down with Advocare, you looked at it, you placed your order, and you said, enough is enough, good ain't good enough anymore, and you decided to go, to pursue something greater. Now, that's a term that often gets thrown around in, in reading a credible book. If, and nothing I'm saying tonight is, is original, although it is uh, some of my own thoughts. Uh, I'm reading an incredible book by the author Stephen Furtick called Greater. Uh, it's where the title comes from, and it's been in my mind probably for about probably the past three months, just this mindset. And I think that's why I've been challenged so much. And just as I'm reading through this, it challenged me to challenge you to, to think in terms of greater. Um, now, let's talk about this a little bit. Now, if you were down here expecting a good how-to-do-a-three-way call, two-on-one mixer, that call ain't happening. That was Saturday morning with our, our platinum leader, Crystal Thurber, led an incredible training it's on our, our Facebook page. It's all over the place. You can go and watch that and listen on the basics and how to utilize the new CanU24 and utilize the products and utilize those things to grow and enhance your business for 2013. Uh, Advocare is basically lobbed one up in the air, and all we have to do is swing to take it out of the park. I mean, that's how incredible all this is. But tonight I'm not talking to you about the business side of it so much as the mental side of it, the mindset. What will really prevent you, you can have all the tools all the talent in the world, you can have all of that in the world and the mindset be what hinders you. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. So I hope you've got your pen and paper ready. I hope you've got your – this is recorded, so you can send this out. You can share this out with as many people as you want. Uh, it will be on the same site if you're listening online at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Uh you, This will always be under archives. You can go back and listen to it. But I want you to write these things down because I believe that if you'll revisit this every day, because this is something I'm having to do, it's, it's realizing that I have not arrived. Not that I didn't know that already, but it's every day I've, I've just been reflecting a little bit. I'm a reflector. I, I, I tend to – it was funny. Today I was out walking Scarlet, and it was cold, yes, but I have had her bundled up, so don't freak out. Um, but we're out walking, and I'm just walking around the neighborhood just getting her out a little bit. She was fussy, and, and I wanted to just take a walk. So I took her out for a walk. And going around some of the streets I hadn't been down, and I, I, I had this smell just hit my hit my nose. And it was the smell of firewood. Someone had a fire going. Uh, it was the middle of the afternoon. It was cold, and I could sm- and this firewood smell. And you know what I say? The sense of smell is the one sense that holds all of your memories. 
you can see something that won't remind you of anything, but you can smell something, and you're, it will take you back almost literally to some moment in time in your life. And as I, I'm walking this baby, uh, and the smell hits me, and the smell of someone's fireplace going. And there was two moments that were that hit me in my life. One was as a kid growing up in North Louisiana. Uh, I, I remember the fireplace. Mom used to always like that fireplace. It'd be 65, and she'd want a fire going just because she loved the smell of it. We'd be sweating like crazy. Summertime, we had fire going, but it don't matter. It smells good. And it, it reminded me, though, of those falls in North Louisiana. In that particular neighborhood, playing with my friends, I could think back to times with them, with those guys playing. And I was, I was up until 10 years old, that's where I lived. And it also reminded me when I was in high school up in the mountains in East Tennessee at a youth retreat where we had a big bonfire where the fire was going and we could, I could smell it. And I don't, for some reason, those two things are what stood out to me um, when, I, when, I hit, when I smelled that firewood. Those two, the first two thoughts that came to mind, neither, neither have any relevance to each other, uh, and it wasn't really have anything to do with this, with this call tonight. It didn't have any, any – it was not like, oh, wow, firewood and smell, that's going to go good. But it, it, what it did, it brought my mind back to a place of my childhood. It brought me back. I started thinking about things that I did as a kid. I remember those days as my parents just left for they were here visiting. I love those times at, at the holidays or family visits, and you just enjoy those times. Uh, my grandfather 80, celebrated, I think it was 87 years on Christmas Eve here with us, and I don't know how much longer I'll have him at 87. He's, he looks like in great health, but uh, there were some incredible times. And that smell took me back to those childhood days where I reflected on things and I thought back to things in my life. Uh, and, and here's what happened. As I begin to think about it, I thought of areas in my life that up even then I remember, I remember things in my life that uh, could ch- needed to change. I remember as a high school student at that youth retreat, I remember playing football on the Scrabble Hill, and I remember this bonfire. I mean, I'm serious, God. I can I can go back to it right now. I can visually, I can picture the incre- the horrible, horrible uh, hairdo that I had, uh, and, the, and the Tennessee pullover uh, jacket that I had. That was a starter jacket. Don't hate, you know, if you were cool, you had a starter jacket back in the day. And it was amazing. And I, I just remember things even then and that I'm dealing, that I have in my life now that I deal with on a daily basis, things that I have to crucify daily. That's the areas that I can remember even then. So obviously in reflecting back, I can look back and go, okay, these are some things in my life that I need, I need to finally – uh, finally kill, I need to finally do away with. And then there's things I look back in those times, and, and uh, you know, one memory led me to another, and so I'd be thinking about my teenage years and then college years and then married, your early days, and just it's fun. I hope that when uh, when I get to heaven, I hope that one of the fun things we get to do in heaven is go back in time and, and see parts of the childhood and relive it. I hope that's what we get to do. I don't. I mean, whatever, that's my, my dream. You can have it too if you want. But I think it's fun to sit and think about the past, and, and in a good way, to think about the things in your life that brought joy to your life. It brought happiness. It brought peace. Things that were fun, family members that may not be here now, but you can think back to the good times you had. And this isn't a morbid, you know, I'm trying to be morbid tonight. But we've all probably in the past seven to ten days had, a, had some time, and if you haven't, I recommend you do it before Tuesday, to sit down and reflect on your life. And reflect on not only your, your life as a whole, look back on the things that you wanted to accomplish in life, starting with probably high school, all up to where you're at now, 
and think about the, the things that you accomplished and what mindset were you in when you accomplished them. Were you, when, when, you made, when, you were, when you made the football team, when you were on the debate club, when you got the college scholarship, when you were accepted into the, into the Air Force Academy, whatever, think about those mindsets. What did it take? All of us have areas in our lives, in our past, that we can look back on and say that took an incredible amount of work, of effort, of strength, of stamina, of intelligence, of study. It took a lot. And if we're honest with ourselves, there may be certain things you look back on and you go, I don't know if I have that, if that person is still alive. Because what we're told all our life and what we watch all our lives is we're taught, we, we, we see greatness on display. It may have been, I, I don't know how many of us were the star athlete or the great singer or the most, you know, voted the not all of us can be voted uh, most likely to succeed. Um, somebody's got to be voted most likely to not succeed. I don't know. But the, all of us, we can't all be the top. I mean, there's only, you know, what a, a very articulate, famous philosopher said, if you're not first, you're last. You know, second place is just first place loser. Very, very, very well-known poet and philosopher. So the truth in the, there's truth in that that says if you're not first, there's only one first place. It's funny as I watched the kids this year in sports, um, we finally moved up to a, to a real sports league and got away from the YMCA. And, hey, the YMCA is a great, wonderful song, a uh, great place for kids to, to get started in sports. But the one thing I didn't like was everybody gets a ribbon. Everybody gets a trophy. There's no – the greatest lessons you can learn is in defeat, not in victory. And – Knowing that, so we moved up to this league, and seeing these kids this year, our, our my Eli's team in football went from losing. I think they started out the season something like zero um, one and three, zero one and three, and they were the, their first year. Five of the eight kids had played together last year. We we went all in together, got this league, and it was something to see. And they had a phenomenal coach. That's that's. There's a lot of what I'm at the beginning here. A lot of phenomenal coach. And Rusty took these kids, and he had a, he had set three or four plays that they learned last year, and this was the same plays. And every single play, you were in position at the same position. If you were seven, you were you went to the, you did the same thing every time. Now he would call the play for certain numbers to get the ball, but every time, if you got the number seven, or if you were number one, or if you were number three, you did the same thing every time. Even if you did not get the ball, you did the same thing every time. If you were three, you took you, you took the ball and you went around the edge in a, in a sweep. If you were two, you took the ball and you went straight up the gut. Okay. If it was a if you're the quarterback, you took the ball and here's the decision: you hand it off to two, you hand it off to three, or you roll out to the right or roll out to the left to make the pass. Either which way, no matter what, even if you didn't make a pass, you handed the ball off to two, <clears throat> two went up the gut, you rolled off as if you did make the pass. Every single position did the very same thing. And it was amazing to watch these boys begin to get it and begin to memorize it. And it, it went from being just a play on a piece of paper that they practiced, that it went to become second nature, that they knew to go out there and they could, they could correct it. They could even break off a route or they could, they could shake and bake and get to the outside when it was made for the inside because they knew the play was work. And they went on a win streak 
they went on a four-game win streak to get into the playoffs and ended up sweeping the playoffs to win their championship for their age group. It was amazing to watch. And it was watching my own son, and I'm not, I, was, I could never have coached him in that. And to watch them grow in that to where they win their championship and tomorrow at the, at the uh, Music City Bowl here in Nashville, they're going to be honored at halftime at the game. Uh, you get to wear their jerseys and get to be honored uh, as w- winning their league. And it's a, an amazing accomplishment. But greatness, here's the thing, is that seven other, ki- seven other teams in their league didn't accomplish greatness. Greatness I saw in, in the team that my son was on. But, did, but here's what happened is that we didn't see greatness in the beginning. We didn't see greatness. We didn't see, oh, here, what's greatness? What is that? You know, what, what can we call it? Because and ultimately, if you look at the, at the beginning of the season, you would say greatness is winning the championship. Okay? That's very vague. That's very, very uh, unattainable in life most of the time. You know, because I want to I say this. Listen, greatness, pursuing greatness is truly just a cop-out. Think about it. Many, how many people I'm just I'm pursuing? I want to pursue greatness in 2013. How many of you have actually said, I want to pursue greatness in 2013? Here's the problem. That's a cop-out. Because greatness provides us an unattainable goal that, it, in the end, gives us permission to fail when we want to. Think about it. We say we're going to go after greatness, and when we don't reach it, we say, well, you know what? I tried. I was going after greatness, and I, I just – and what it does, oh, well, well that was great. Good job by you. We say, I'm going after greatness, but when we don't reach greatness, what do we say? When we're on the elliptical, when we're at the gym, when we're eating differently, when we're pursuing our business, when we, are, when we, were, we do a three-way call, when we stand up to do a mixer that we were anticipating 15 people and two people show up, one of them's already an advisor, the other one you've already met with, and you stand up and do you, give, do you pursue, do you see greatness or do you give them the other two words that always comes out of our mouth when we don't reach greatness? It is called good enough. Good enough. Well, I didn't reach. I didn't reach the greatness. You know, I didn't get the greatness. But I mean, that was sure what, that was good enough. And we give ourselves an excuse and a pathway to get out of get out of it. Greater is a daily stretch. It's a pursuit of daily growth and change. Greatness is unrealistic because it's the measuring stick is always rising. Greatness is measuring against people, but greater is measuring against yesterday. So what I want to call you to. And, and, and the mindset I want to prepare you for for this 2013 is having a greater mindset. That you're not you're going to be greater in the things that you do now. You're going to be greater this year. I don't want you to make any resolutions. If you've got them, rip them up, throw them away. Here's what I want you to do because they're probably the same ones you made last year, and the year before that, and the year before that. I know I did. And my goal is that starting right now, not waiting till January 1st, but starting right now, is that I'm going to be greater at the things I know I need to do. To be great. I'm going to be a greater version of me. See, you may hate your job. You may hate the job that you have. And your goal is greatness for you is I'm going to be out of this job one day. I'm going to be, I'm going to be six figure. I'm going to be a diamond one day in Avocare. And I'm, going to, I'm not going to have to work. I'm, here's the thing. You may want a, a greater job. I, I'm, and you're looking for a job promotion. And you're and always looking for the next thing. Well, how about this? How about you just say greater right where you're at? Greater may not be a new job. It may be being, doing the one you have better. Here's the one that hits most of us, if not all of us. Greater, greatness says there's a spouse out there who won't nag me, who won't gripe at me, who will, who will take me out and love me the way I'm supposed to be loved, 
That's what greatness says, and that's what we're always trying to reach for, and it's unattainable. But greater says, you know what, I'm going to love him through the nagging. I'm going to love him through his dumb, bad breath, his ignorant self. I'm going to love him through it. That's greater, having a greater love for your spouse than you had yesterday. That's what greater is, loving, doing your job greater than you did the day before, treating your kids, loving them greater, not putting these expectations on them to live by, by, so you can live vicariously through them, but having a greater mindset that I'm going to be a greater version of who I was today, tomorrow. And living each day knowing that today is going to be greater than yesterday. Today is going to be greater. I'm going to walk in in a level of great. See, walking in greatness is living greater each day. That's the only way greatness is attained is if we go great each day. See, all of us settle for good enough. We settle for good enough is baseline living. The other term for good enough is mediocrity. We settle for mediocrity. In your own business, think about this. Isn't greater what we long for? Let's stop asking for new. I want a new this and a new that. How about a greater? Stop asking for new legs. See, many of your businesses will grow when you stop asking for new legs and help the ones you got become greater. And that may require you to get down in there and get to know them personally. Find out what their kids like to do. Find out what they do in life. Get to know them. Be, be there for them. Be there for them, but absolutely there's nothing for you to gain. There's no order getting put in. There's no nothing. Loving them through this process of advocacy. Loving them through it is a greater business. That's how you're going to get to Diamond. That's how you're going to walk away from your job. That's how you're going to be stay-at-home mom. That's how you're going to send people on missions trips. That's how you're going to adopt is when you live daily in a mindset of greater. How can I help you become greater version of you? How can I help you, this leg become greater? What can I do? Having a greater business is not is just not good. How do you have a greater business? I'm going to give you some things to have a greater business, and I'm going to give you how to have a greater, a great mentality, and I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, number one, how to have a greater business? Recruit on purpose. People are looking for more. No matter what you feel about the previous the election, who won or who lost, here's what you need to understand. Here we are facing a fiscal cliff, or whatever that is. I know what it is, but we're facing it. And the ones that are most concerned in America are not those who are living on the very bottom, on the one through four level. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just mean those who ha- who are uh, on the recruiting scale that we that you've heard taught on. Those that are one to fours are not the ones that are worried. They're going to get everything they need handed to them. And whether they, you know, I mean that in the best way. Whether they need it, they're they're okay. They're going to get everything. We're 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 going to take care of them. But the ones that are that are right now that are worried are those that do have up middle to, to higher high end middle to upper middle class to upper class people whose tax rates are going through the roof, whose whose incomes are, are 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 about to take a big hit. That's how you recruit on purpose. They're the ones that are nervous and scared right now. That's why this year having a greater business is recruiting on purpose, not just and recruiting up on purpose. Number two is train on purpose. You know more than your new guy. It's having trainings in the house, doing things that are going to help your business grow. Number three is grow on purpose. Make a decision that you're going to grow through reading, through things you're going to put in your ear, through things you're not going to allow in your ear. Never stop learning. You're going to defragment from negativity, which leads me to my fourth thing is position on purpose. Who are you around? Making a choice that this year, the position you're going to be in, you're going to be in that position on purpose. You may not control who you work with, 
but you can control the people you hang out with. You can control the friends on Facebook. You can control the church you go to. You can control the leagues you play in. You can control your environment. You are a product of what you read and what you watch and what you listen to. Get away from negative people. Get away from them. But having a greater mentality, let me wrap it up with this. How do you have a greater mentality this year? If you're going to KMB 24 and you're going to blow this business up, I'm telling you, I told you this a couple weeks ago, you've got to embrace the first 90 days of this year because it's going to be huge. There's only one launch. There's only one launch, and it's happening in less than 48 hours. Who you call between now and 9 a.m. Tuesday morning is going to set the pace for your, for this year. It could be the defining moment of whether or not you do have a greater business in 2013 than you did in 2012. It's who you call in the next two days. Here's how you have a greater mentality in 2013. Pick up your purpose. Pick up your purpose. You've got to have a purpose bigger than you. There's got to be something. It, it's, it's not enough anymore. After Connecticut, Newtown, Connecticut, how in the world could we not have a great purpose right now? Out of that tragedy, and not just that tragedy, but the one just a week later in Pennsylvania, and the firemen in New York, our world has lost its flipping mind. And our purpose should be, at all costs, to impact and be a difference maker. Charlie's dream was for us to be difference makers, starting in ourselves, starting in our home, and then moving it out into the city and into the regions that we live in. So you've got to find your purpose. Figure it out. It hasn't changed. Go back and revisit. Don't look for a new resolution, a new purpose. Revisit the old purpose and make it greater. Put more effort into it. Put more dream into it. Put more passion into it. Secondly, put down your past. Put down your past. It's holding you down. Put down the past. Put down who you were. Put down what you what you were in your life. Now, this, there's a lot of things I could talk about here, but I want to just say that you're not who you were. You're not who you want to be, but you're not who you were. Stop living. When you tell your story, do you focus more on where you've been or where you're going? Where you've been is not – nobody wants to go back to where you've been. It's the time where you do talk about where your past is, but then there's the time where you've got to start casting vision and telling people where you're going. People want to go somewhere. They don't want to see where you've been. It does nobody any good for me to sit and tell them about the Mediterranean cruise last May that I went on, how awesome it was, and and just tell and, and try to get them to earn the newest incentive to Hawaii by t- painting a picture of how awesome the Mediterranean cruise was. Why? Because I've already been there. There's no chance for them to earn that. But what I've got to do is paint a vision of what Hanalei is going to be like. Oh, my gosh, the sand, the ocean, the smell, the waves. The, the, can't you just hear them? Hear the, hear the uh, ukuleles playing in the background. Just think about the grilled, the grilled fish, the golf course, the grass is going to be so green. You've got to paint a vision of what people are going to do, but you're going to have to you got to let go of the past. I can't talk to, I can't let, I've got to let go of the Mediterranean if I'm going to take people with me to Hawaii. You've got to let go of the fact that your product story may have taken a hit. You may have put on an extra few pounds. Why? Because you face some things on the job, in your current life, losses in the family. Things happen. You know what? Life happens. No one's expecting you to be perfect. You've got to give yourself some grace. Give yourself some grace to understand that this is a process, and your mentors, your leaders, we understand this is a process, and you're, you're not, you're, not everyone's going to be going to move at the speed of sound. Not everybody's going to move at the speed of life. Some of you are moving at the speed of smell. It's okay. It's all right. We're going to love you where you're at. I challenge you to love your team where they're at. 
and give them grace. They're, they're going to accomplish their goals and their dreams when you let go of the past. You can't step into your new life until you first set fire to whatever you're tethering to you, you to your old life. You've got, you've got to be willing to burn down all those things that's keeping you to your old life. What are some things you've got in your house right now that's reminders of your old life, of the way things used to be? You need to get radical. You need to go to trash can, aluminum, of course, out, dump some things in the trash, set them on fire, and start 2013 greater. Are you hear what I'm saying? You have, to, you have to let go of everything. It would be old relationships, people that are holding you back. You've got to be willing to put down the past. Put it down. We've all got to stop, stop wallowing in self-pity and doubt and fear. And habits that have held us down that have gotten us in nowhere. Mindsets and attitudes and anger. Hey, we're all in this boat together. We've got to let go of things that have kept us down and let go of it. Got to put down our past. And here's what the last thing you got to do. You got to plant in your field. You've got to plant in your field. What does that mean? Bloom right where you're planted. I can't change where you're at. I can't change the city you live in. I can't change those things. But greater is right where you're at. Greater is right in the city you live in. Greater is in your own home. One of the the, the, great, the, the greatest challenge that I received that God gave me when I started Advocare, that to this day is the greatest challenge. You may say, that's silly. I can't believe you're admitting that. Well, I'm just admitting it to you. The greatest challenge that I faced that God gave me was to become a hero in my own home. A hero in my own home. Boy, that's hard because that's something for me is a, a, being a minister, being a pastor so long, can get up and stand up and talk and just uh, and, and talk and, and win everybody else but then go home and not and not be the very best I can be for my wife and my kids. And God challenged me to finally be, the, be greater in my own home. What is the profit to, to gain the world and lose my soul and my own family? And that to every single day is the greatest battle I fight, is to give my family my very best and not give that to everybody else. You say, well, that's silly. Well, that's my battle. I'm sure you've got your own. And you need to find out what that battle is. But what I have to do is plant in my field, plant where I'm at. I've got to plant. There's some ideas that I've, that, that I've, been, that I've got to help, me bloom, help my family bloom, to help my family, my, my immediate family bloom, and then my advocate family bloom. And then outside, and then go forward and go out. You cannot start planting in your field of your business if you don't have the field of your home better. I'm just telling you, get some things straight inside the four walls. That's what we've all got to do. I'm challenged with that. I'm challenging you, and I'm challenging uh, myself and all of us with that is to get the things straight in our own home. Ask forgiveness when you need to. Give forgiveness when you need to. It's not easy, especially when we feel like we're right all the time. But what we have to do is plant in our field. Stop looking for everything else. Stop looking outside. and Stop looking at everybody else's business. Stop wishing you had someone else's business. You had this business or that business. Stop looking that way. And plant right where you're at. There are people, I promise you, in your organization right now who just so desperately want change in 2013. I need to plant some seeds into them. Plant some seeds into their life. Plant some seeds into their family. Do some things. Take their kids so they can go out on a date. Take, do something for the family. 
I challenge you, the greater your your business will may, will become greater in 2013 when you get your mind off of your business and get your mind on the people of your business. It's about people. So I want to challenge you this year to live in a greater mindset, a greater, to do things greater tomorrow than you did today. Not to sit out for some some unrealistic pursuit of greatness that this year I'm going to get the diamond in 90 days or something that's so unrealistic that leaves you frustrated. But set in your mind that every day that well, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to give my greatest effort and I'm going to live a greater life for my family and for my team. And I'm going to be the best that I can possibly be. I'm going to do the best that I can possibly do for my family, for my team, for everyone around me. I'm going to give it greater. And this is going to be a year that can be the year you see your destiny take place. That you what you come back to 2013 on Jan, on December 29th, December 30th, moving forward and realizing that I'm not the same man. I'm not the same woman I was this time last year. I'm different. That's what can happen. Will that mean you've arrived? No. Because greater, living a greater life is every day there's another day to be greater. Every day there's another day that we can do great things. Every single day. Keep your eyes and your ears open all around you for the next two days because people want greater. They want something greater than what they've got, and now is our time. Now is our time to finally be the real-life champions that we talk about, that we sing about, that we hear about. Now is the time. So, greater. Have a greater mindset a greater life, a greater vision of what it can be. And I pray that 2013 brings you everything you've ever dreamed of. I pray that you do look back on what this past year has been only in a way, that, in, a, in an effort to make some changes so that you can live a greater life in 2013. Happy New Year from our family to yours. Have a great, great evening, and I'll see you next year. Hi. 